all the good things. We got all the good things. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Because if not you, then who? She's showing that you can wear as many hats as you wish. Extraordinary things can happen in ordinary places. Barbie is continuing to thrive and be iconic and inspire women everywhere. Hi friends, welcome back to All The Good Things Podcast. This is your host Esme. And this is Melissa. And we are here to bring you good stories. Before we dive in, we have a super important shout out. Get ready, I need a drum roll. We've got Patreon supporters. Yay! So, woo! Thank you so much. Patreon is a way that you can show us your love and support and get some awesome things in return. And one of those awesome things is a live shout out on our podcast. So shout out to Robert Brown. Shout out, Robert. <laughs> Patreon supporter in the house. And he was also featured on our very first episode, To Be Alive. So if you're new Go check it out. It's his story. It's incredible. It's about surviving leukemia and overcoming that hardship. To be live, Robert Brown. Woo! Patreon. A plus. Woo woo. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Anywho, moving on to our good things. This is a practice we love to do at the beginning of our podcast to just share a little bit about ourselves and practice what we preach. So Melissa, what is a good thing going on in your life? Well, I have to piggy off of my last good thing from last week, and that is I am officially a dog mom, and I have a new yes. puppy, and I'm having so much fun playing with him and just getting to know his little personality and learning with Oliver how to be a good dog parent, so that's been amazing, and I have a piggyback off that one because I also got to introduce him to a bunch of my friends at a Chinese New Year party. So also, happy Chinese New Year. <laughs> I'm so excited to meet Maverick. And I know he is going to play so well with Bear. They're going to have a blast. They're going to be best buds. Yeah, what's your good thing, Esme? Well, a couple weekends ago was Valentine's Day. And just so happened to also be my boyfriend Joey's birthday wow. on Valentine's Day. So we did a little mini getaway to San Diego and found a nice private Airbnb. It's a pool house. So we got private access to a jacuzzi and a pool and a rooftop bar, made each other cocktails, had a blast, got cozy, and it was just a really good K-I-S-S-I-N-G. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was awesome. And it was safe and peaceful and calm and cozy and all the things you would want a small romantic getaway weekend to be. Yeah, that sounds delightful. My goodness. Happy birthday, Joey. Belated. Yes, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. He was also featured in one of our stories, To he Be was. Song. Go his listen neighborhood to it. is popping, apparently. It's about how his neighborhood steps out onto the street on Sundays and sings songs. And it's really wholesome. And it's in the episode to be song. So go check it out. Super fun. And let's dive into our stories for this episode. I know we got some great stuff. I'm ready to hear your story, Melissa. Kick us off. Yes. Okay, I'm so excited about this one. This story is about 
an iconic brand. Drum roll, please. It's about Barbie. Barbie. I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in, in a Barbie, Barbie world. <laughs> Life is plastic. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> Actually, let's ditch the plastic, but I still love you, Barbie. Okay. Let's be clear that long, long ago, Barbie was created by the incredible Ruth Handler. And her mission was simply to inspire girls and show them that they could be anything they wanted to be. And she used her Barbie doll as a representation of that choice by allowing girls the freedom to dress their doll, style them, name them, give them the career and the hobbies that they wanted to, that they imagined for that doll. So Barbie actually started in March of 1959, and it is now a huge toy company known as Mattel Inc. And they are currently still producing Barbies as like one of the number one kids toys that people play with, even in today's world. That is such an impressive reign of just iconicness to be around from 19, what, 59? I know. Ah! That means they've been around for over 50 years. They have been around a long ass. Ooh, I was about to say ass. (laughs) They have been around (laughs) a long time. Um, And something super cool is that Barbie has always been really adamant about being on the leading edge of inspiring girls to achieve and be and do more for themselves and to envision themselves in high places. And so even since the early 60s, they inspired dolls that were nurses, astronauts. They followed along with the timeline of our lives. When we went to war, we became the nurses, we became pilots, we became firefighters. Then as games and technology developed. We certainly made coders that were Barbies. We made game developers that were Barbies. And we okay, even, Barbie. in 2016, launched a Barbie that was a president. So yeah, we, we were already making strides with how inclusive we were trying to become. But something that was still missing that Barbie was under the scrutinized eye for was that Barbie didn't have a lot of women of color. I think they did have some in the past, like featuring Disney princesses, etc. I also remember playing with some, they had like a Barbie around the world series. So I had an Egyptian Barbie, there was an African Barbie, there was a Japanese or Chinese Barbie, and they were, it was all like these cultural garments on the Barbies. They're my favorite. Those ones are so cool. And that already shows that they were stepping out of the box ahead of their time and including like everyone around the world. However, because Barbie is an American company, people wanted to see some of the different cultures within America. So Barbie's initiative was to feature women of color and to feature women of color born in the United States. So, without further ado, Barbie officially announced that they would be launching a brand new doll to support this initiative on January 14th of 2021, so just last month, and it will be available to purchase at Target. So right now, it's available to purchase. And that doll that they chose to make 
debuted with the beautiful image and inspiration from Dr. Maya Angelou, who, if you don't know, is an extremely intelligent and renowned author, poet, and civil rights activist. And she was born and raised in America. Out of all places, she was born in Missouri in 1928. So she is from the town that we call home, and she is representing on the very new Barbie. Just before I end this incredible feat that Barbie did, I want to share part of the reason why they chose Maya Angelou, if it wasn't obvious from her renowned works, such as her autobiography, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, which still inspires readers today. But in case you don't know much about Maya Angelou, I'm just going to share a couple of her most famous quotes Quotes that I believe still ring true today and that many of us hopefully can be inspired by. I am so ready to hear these. Yes. Okay. So the first quote by Maya Angelou says, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Yes. My ballet teacher used to tell us that when we were going to dance on stage to get us to dance with emotion and focus less on what we were doing, but the beauty and the heart to which we brought the moves. Yes. And it's so true. Like when you leave a friend or someone that just put a smile on your face and you're not even sure what they did, but you just feel uplifted after, it's so important and it's so awesome. And then another quote that she shared is prejudice is a burden that confuses the past, threatens the future, and renders the present inaccessible. Ooh. Deep. Truths. 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 (laughs) And a third quote that I love that I think really applies to Esme and I's podcast for you guys is, there is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. Mmm. And that is part of the reason Esme and I love sharing people's good things is because we want their story to be told. All right. And this final quote I wish to share is actually from Barbie. And this is the quote that they put on the Barbie doll of Maya Angelou that you can see when you buy her. And they had to say this about Maya Angelou. Girls need more role models like Maya Angelou because imagining they can be anything is just the beginning. Actually seeing that they can makes all the difference. Ah, that's so good. I love it so much and I'm so stoked that Barbie is continuing to thrive and be iconic and inspire women everywhere. Let's keep it rolling. That is an awesome story, Melissa. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Esme. I'm so excited to hear your story. I got like a sneak preview from you and I want to hear the rest. (laughs) All right. So my story for you today is brought to you by one of our amazing listeners, Melissa. Not you, Melissa. Different Melissa. And (laughs) she sent this story into us and I'm so excited to share it with you as well. So this story is about Deshwana Barber. She was born in Georgia and live the life of an army brat, which means that you're just bouncing around everywhere because one of your parents is in the army. And it was her dad who was mainly that army figure, and he was actually a green beret. Do you know what oh, that wow. is? They're like 
the really advanced troops, oh, right? They are hardcore. They are the United States Army Special Forces Unit. Right. So they are intense. And he had a really thriving career with them. And she just grew up in an army family where this was really valued. So at 17 years old, she enlisted in the United States Army Reserve. Wow. Yeah. Thank you guys for all your service. Absolutely. Thank you for your service, Deshwana Barber's family and Deshwana herself. And when she was 19, two years into the United States Army Reserve program, she decided to pick up a summer job working at one of our favorite stores, (gasps) Target. Target. You mean where you can buy the Barbie? Where you can buy the Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Is this episode just a whole plug for Target? I don't know. Maybe. She was doing her thing, working at Target, as one does, when she noticed that a customer was just staring at her with a creepy intensity. Ooh. And she tried to pass it off and avoid it by just walking around to other places, but this woman who was staring at her would not stop staring. And from the sounds of it, she wasn't being shy about her staring either. You know how when you normally want to stare at someone, you're like, oh, I got to do this. You got to do like kind a of double sneaky. glance. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, it was just intense. Wow. Right? So. That's a lot. <laughs> so Shauna was hoping, hoping nothing would come of it. But all of a sudden, this lady starts walking up to her. And mm. she just has this like ap- apprehension in her stomach. And the lady opens her mouth. And says one of the most offensive things that you could possibly say to a woman of color in America. Oh, God. Were you born in this country? Oh, my God. Snap your fingers in a Z formation that is not cool to ask anybody. Because it implies that you're not supposed to be from there, right? So right away, Deshwana was just like, oop. I wish I could go off on this lady, but I am in my job. So I'm going to keep it respectful. So she just said, yes. And then the lady is unrelenting. She goes, do you have any kids? <gasps> and Deshwana, Deshwana is just wondering why are you asking this? But she says, no, no, I don't. I don't have any kids. And the lady asks another question. Oh my she God. goes, well, are you married? How old are you? She's just so, these are such personal questions to be asking. And she goes, no, 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 I'm not married. I'm 19. And then the lady opens her mouth one more time. And at this point, Deshwana's just like, uh-uh, I don't want to hear what's going to come out of your mouth because so far it has not been a great conversation. And the lady says, you look like you could be the next Miss USA. Wow. And what a comeback. Dish, right? What a comeback. That's like the only acceptable thing she could say after all that. The only thing you could say to make all of those questions somewhat valid. Deshwana's mouth hit the floor, jaw dropped, and she just started laughing because she was in art. She was in the United States Army Reserve. Those things don't mesh. So she told this woman who was a complete stranger, like, look, I am on track to be commissioned as an officer in the military, and I have every intention of going active duty. I am not a pageant girl. Mm. Which is a really strong no. Yeah. Like, I would just hear that and say, okay, cool. (laughs) Bye. Bye. But again, this lady has an 
has a passion for being unrelenting in her conversations. So somehow she convinced Deshwana to meet her for coffee the next day. And Deshwana was either just a super open person, curious to learn more, or being really respectful and polite. And it happened. They met for coffee. Or maybe she wanted the free coffee. Or maybe she wanted, you know. Uh-huh. That is definitely <laughs> something I would do. You can get me to do almost anything if you promise me a free latte of my choosing. Latte, okay. I'm Grande, at least. in all the syrups and the venti and the extra hot and make it delicious and expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I will be there for the latte. (laughs) Buy me a latte. Anywho. (laughs) So she went to the Starbucks meeting with this woman, really open-minded. And what do you know? A few months later, she finds herself in a dress shop with the same woman looking for pageant dresses because she convinced her to enter a pageant. And... Deshwana has a very specific memory from this moment where she is dress shopping for like a ball gown because it was one of the only times in her life that she had done that. And she walked out of the dressing room in this dress and just immediately felt insecure about her body, had the sense of anxiety wash over her and remembered how she had been bullied growing up. And kids would call her a skinny, skinny orangutan because of her insanely long arms, which, wow, plot twist, are very normal arms on a very normal body because everybody is beautiful and different. And she was having this anxiety attack when the woman, whose name is Leslie, we can name her now, they're no longer strangers at this point, Leslie said, I see you glowing right now. And I think you look amazing. I saw something in you and you could easily win this if you just believe in yourself. Because if not you, then who? Mm. Go, Leslie. You're getting better with your words. Yeah, Leslie started from the bottom (laughs) and now (laughs) she's way up here on the top of Mount Everest. You are improving, Leslie. Good job. (laughs) And so... Deshwana took that to heart. If not you, then who? And chose to believe in herself and entered in her first state pageant in 2009. And uh, she lost. Hardcore. Just lost. But she came back again the second year, ready to try again because it's, it's not often that things are smashing success the first time you try. So she got up and tried again. And, uh... She lost. Ugh. So she came back the third year. Magic number three, Woo! our favorite number. Now she's a two-year pageant veteran, still in the United States Army Reserve. And guess what? What? She lost. Gosh. This is brutal. <laughs> it is brutal. It is brutal. So she came back again. Fourth year. State Her tenacity pageant. is awesome. Such intense tenacity. And... She lost. So she came back her fifth year. She lost. She came Uh. back her sixth year. And she lost. Oh my god. Yeah. It's not going well. And she was so ready 
to quit. She was so ready to quit. And she called up Leslie because she'd been in contact with her this whole time. She goes, I don't know what you saw in me. You're a liar. She didn't say that. I'm exaggerating. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would say. (laughs) She did call Leslie just saying, look, I've been giving this a really solid effort. I haven't just tried once and given up. I'm six years into this and it's still not happening. And Leslie just gave her some more affirmation, said, keep trying, keep going, believe in yourself, you got this. And so Deshwana decided to do it again. And she had another pageant coming up. So she reached out to Leslie, inviting her to come to this pageant. And when she reached out, she noticed all of these messages flowing up and down Leslie's Facebook page that said, rest in peace. You are such a beautiful, beautiful light in this world. And just all of these messages from months ago that had shown that Leslie passed away and Deshwana realized that she had passed away from leukemia, but no one knew that she knew Leslie, so no one thought to include her in the funeral, in the plans, and she didn't really ever get a chance to say goodbye. So this year, she showed up with so much more motivation and love because Leslie believed in her and Leslie was now only alive in her heart. And she knew that she had to prove her right. So she kept going and she kept thinking to herself, if not you, then who? And my friends, in 2015, she finally won and became Miss DC USA. Woohoo! Woo! Go to Shauna. Deserved that one for Deserved sure. that one so hard. And when you win at that level, you are invited to the Miss USA pageant. <gasps> so she was invited in 2016 to compete for Miss USA. And she had a couple mic drop moments throughout this pageant. So I'm going to share one of them with you. And Mm -hmm. it's a question regarding her work as a military officer at this point. Because, yeah, girl, she kept doing the pageants and she kept pursuing her mission of, I'm going to be in the army and I'm going to enlist and I'm going to go active duty. So this is her quote from the Miss USA pageant 2016. We are just as tough as men. As a commander of my unit, I am powerful I am dedicated, and it is important that we recognize that gender does not limit us in the United States Army. Boom. Boom, chakalaka. Incredible. And she had no expectation whatsoever of how this pageant was going to turn out, right? Because she'd been doing it for seven years and had just won the state title. You know, people, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of, of failure before one success. And as this final award ceremony was happening, she found herself in the final two between her and Miss Hawaii USA. And she said in that moment, while they were holding hands, waiting for the final name to be called and the winner of Miss USA to announce, she felt in her heart that she was going to lose. She said she knew she was going to lose, but she thanked God anyway because it was such a wonderful experience and journey that she had been on. Mm. 
And then they announced the winner of Miss USA. And they said, Miss DC Deshwana Barber. Oh my God. And she was shocked and floored and crying and happy and all of the feelings. And in that moment, she felt in her mind something telling her, I told you so. And she knew it was Leslie. She knew it was Leslie. And that means that she is now and was in 2016 the very first active military member to ever win a Miss USA pageant. And she even went on to Miss Universe and placed in the top nine. Wow. Yeah, so she Get it. She was kept going. Crushing it. And she said that if it weren't for Leslie, she would not have known how capable she was. And now, many years later, she works as a highly sought-after motivational speaker, continues her work with the military, and one of the quotes that I pulled directly from one of her motivational talks says, do not fear failure, but please be terrified of regrets. Mm. In other words, it's always worth trying. Yes. And uh, that's Deshwana Barber's story. And I love it so much because it shows the power of perseverance and how extraordinary things can happen in ordinary places like Target. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? When I think of this story too, you know that saying, or I think it's even a song that says, get you a girl that can do both. And oh, yeah. <laughs> Deshauna is literally the both like a badass army vet and active military person and then on top of that she can like wear the ball gown the heels and be in pageants which is like the most feminine Mm -hmm. thing that you could usually do and it's amazing that she's showing that you can wear as many hats as you wish you truly can be what you want to be and you can be as many hyphenated things as you want to be she's (laughs) a miss usa slash active military command officer of her unit like and she's breaking down so many stereotypes on both sides you know on the pageant side people are often stereotyped as ditzy or unintelligent and she is a commander in the united states army with higher degrees of education that's nowhere near ditzy and on the other side women in the military can often be stereotyped as hyper masculine and not pretty or just all of these things that are not true and she's breaking down those stereotypes because she won miss usa and speaking of shout out to the bullies because they called her ugly and she just won the highest honor of beauty (laughs) that you possibly can that's so cool so many inspiring women love it Iconic. Incredible. Absolutely iconic, without a doubt. And those are our stories for you today. So thank you so much for listening. We want to uplift and share as many stories as we can. So if you have one about yourself, about a friend, share it with us www.allthegoodthingspodcast.com and if any part of this episode made you smile, uplifted you even just a little bit, 
go share that positivity with someone else. Send a text to your friend, to your mom, your dad, your sister, brother right now with this episode and bring a little bit of joy into their day as well. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next Monday. Thank you. All the good things. We got all the good things. A story to uplift and moments of bliss to remind us all that life is a gift and because we truly care all the good